Welcome to Startup Health Now, the podcast where we celebrate the innovators and change makers inventing the future of health. I'm your host, Logan Plaster. This week on the show, I wanted to pause from our interview format to do something different, something a little more timely. You see, this week, Startup Health published its Q1 Insights Report. This is a quarterly report that tracks health innovation funding globally. This is something that we've been publishing for the better part of a decade. And what's great about doing this quarter after quarter and year after year is that you really get a sense of how things are changing. And boy, are they changing in health innovation. So I thought that I would take this episode to walk you through the insights report from beginning to end. Of course, you won't be able to see all the beautiful graphs we designed. For that, you'll need to go over to the blog at startup.health. Let's dig in. If you get nothing else, catch this headline. With $8.5 billion raised globally in Q1, health innovation funding hits new milestone. $8.5 billion with a B. Now, a quick note on that number before we get into anything else. If you watch this space, you will have seen other funding totals for the quarter that are slightly lower, typically in the $6 to $7 billion range. The reason for the difference is simple. Startup Health tracks health innovation funding globally, while pretty much everyone else sticks to the U.S., also, everyone categorizes health innovation slightly differently. There's no perfect yardstick for what should be included or excluded in the category. So back to this quarter, our top line assessment is that the increase in funding that began as a rapid reaction to COVID-19 has become an enduring wave of interest, adoption, and investment in the sector. So when we published Startup Health's 2020 mid-year insights report last July, uh, we saw the beginning of a new wave of health tech adoption. Even as global economies were slowing down, companies focused on virtual care and telemedicine, remote patient monitoring, were already seeing massive increases in adoption. Uh, we heard incredible stories of 100x adoption rates for telemedicine companies. Fresh attention and funding from investors uh, followed pretty quickly after this. The question on everyone's minds was, will this last? Well, 2020 turned out to be a record year for funding, and now more than a year into the pandemic, this new wave has reached new heights, which we posit is solidifying a new after-COVID era in global health. As I mentioned at the top, in the first quarter of 2021, we tracked $8.5 in health innovation funding globally. That made it the most funded quarter on record by a lot. That's a 60% increase over the first quarter of 2020, which itself was well, a well-funded quarter, and a 163% increase over the same period in 2019. It gets even nuttier when we look at it month to month. March 2021 alone saw more than $4 billion raised. That's more than was raised in a whole quarter two years ago, and more than was raised in a year just five years ago. We saw a lot of excitement in the public markets as well. This quarter, we tracked 10 digital health public offerings. In the past, we wouldn't even have seen 10 IPOs in a whole year in this sector. We also saw the rise of the digital health SPAC. There were two times as many SPACs as traditional IPOs, which showed that this new investment vehicle isn't just viable in this space, but probably preferable. What's notable about the uptake in public offerings is that they weren't just telemedicine like Teladoc or Amwell. They branched into areas like health insurance with Oscar, personalized health like 23andMe, and senior care like Alignment Health. 
We also saw exciting activity in the global public markets. Nightingale, the blood testing startup that joined Startup Health in 2016, IPO'd on the Helsinki NASDAQ in Finland. Let's talk about the top deals of the quarter. Playing a big role in this quarter's record funding is a list of health innovation mega deals. In fact, the top 10 deals in the first quarter accounted for 35% of total funding. 10 deals, 35% of funding. Topping that list was Roe, formerly Roman, which raised 500 million in a Series D to massively expand their telehealth business. Roe was focused initially on treating men for issues like erectile dysfunction and hair loss, but they've since broken out as a full-stack digital health operator, including primary care, prescription delivery, and even at-home testing. Incitro and Velo raised $400 million and $300 million respectively to speed up drug development. Not surprisingly, in the after-COVID world, all eyes remain trained on pharma and its ability to create and distribute new treatments quickly and cost-effectively. Cedar, maker of a patient billing platform, raised $200 million in a move that furthers the trend of blending health tech and fintech. CityBlock raised $192 million, which is historic for its ability to bring significant dollars in tech to bear for the poorest, least resourced communities in the U.S., Caring for marginalized populations isn't just the work of underfunded charities and nonprofits. CityBlock is showing that when done right, using scalable technology, enterprise partnerships, and the human touch, this is good business. Next up, we'll review the health innovation hubs around the world. Every quarter in this report, we focus on where funding is landing both in and outside the United States. Over the course of 2020, we watched closely as investment dollars in China suffered a COVID drought. But we noted during Q4 uh, 2020 that Chinese funding numbers were back up near pre previous highs. And this quarter, the trend continues. Most notably, Chinese health and fitness platform Keep raised 360 million to expand their home workout empire. This Peloton competitor boasts that it has served more than 300 million users. While San Francisco, New York, and Boston continue to be the most active metro areas for health tech funding by quite a bit, that title is shifting globally. This quarter, with seven deals each, Tel Aviv and London came out as the most active hubs for health innovation funding outside the U.S. We continue to watch Bangalore, which with six deals and 86 million raised for the quarter, is a growing force in the global market. Check out the full report for a full list of most funded and most active cities for health innovation around the globe. Something interesting we noticed when looking at the top deals of the quarter were some new investor names. Take Forward Health, for example, the startup that raised $225 million to upgrade the primary care experience. On Forward's cap table is one surprise, The Weeknd, the singer who headlined the last Super Bowl halftime show. The weekend's involvement in forward health is just the latest in a trend of health innovation gaining higher profile status. This quarter, Robert Downey Jr. launched a rolling impact fund called Footprint Coalition Ventures. There's also been an emergence of celebrities as health innovation angel investors like Reese Witherspoon and Mindy Kaling investing in Maven and Harry Styles investing in Calm. While health innovation doesn't rely on the excitement of celebrities, these are still notable announcements. They suggest that issues like primary care and women's health and even value-based care are no longer just niche under the hood conversations. 
They're reaching a level of popular, even celebrity discourse. And that's going to have a big impact on the pace and scale of investment in years to come. Big bottom line, this quarter's surge in health innovation funding suggests that we're solidly entering an after-COVID world where money and energy and adoption finally help us make giant strides in health. The entrepreneurs, like the 500 folks in the startup health portfolio, have been ready and building solutions all along. Now the market forces are aligned to take that to the next level. If you want to dig deeper into the numbers, we've got a bunch of infographics for you on the blog. Uh, that's at startup.health. You can dig in and then tell us what you think about it on your preferred social channel at Startup Health. Thanks for listening, and we will catch you next week. Thanks for listening to Startup Health Now. Startup Health invests in health transformers from around the world who are committed to achieving audacious health moonshots. If you want to learn how you can join this community of entrepreneurs, or if you want to connect with one of our 350 companies, go to StartupHealth.com. If you'd like to learn how you can invest in our Health Moonshot Rolling Fund in collaboration with AngelList, go to HealthMoonshots.com. Thanks for listening to Startup Health Now. We'll be back next week.